But because it's not just him and his wife. Fuck it's him and his wife. Kids. Oh, That's your decision. Fuck like, those kids. Nope, it's your decision. So it's like you're just choosing House that. Going and and welcome, welcome back, back to, to Give It To Me Straight. Straight. I'm Alex. And I'm John. And we're your gracious, 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 gracious hosts. hosts. Man, what a week. <laughs> what a week <laughs> what a week is right. John's wearing his new jacket. That he That's got right. in I'm Perry. not wearing my LL Bean boots that everyone gave me a bunch of shit for. They were well. What year did you get them? They like just, 2011. The listen. The reason why I brought them. It was supposed to rain. To France was because Alex said it was going to rain the whole time, and that's all I had. So I brought the boots, and you know what? I got so much flack for them. I left them there. <laughs> that's not. You didn't leave them there because of that. No, I don't give a fuck what anyone no, says. I, I left them there because I. That they didn't were have old. Room and they're old. I am also wearing something from Perry. But it was about a one hundredth of the cost of John's jacket. John was like, "I'm gonna do some shopping," and you did. I got a nice jacket. It was worth it though. You kind of look like um, like, you're you're either from, I'm from the last Yellowstone, of Yellowstone, or The Last of Us. I don't ask me a thing about being a ranch hand. I also want to say that John got me sick, so I talked so much shit the last episode, and then I oh, was there's, dying. There's a lot. There's a lot to dive into. I was dying week. on the plane. Poor Alex. Alex is a trooper. I got her sick. She got on the plane and I mean, she was just full body sweats on the I plane. Know, I know. It was so bad. She was like fine up until the plane. I'm like, oh my God. No, it but was she like didn't complain at all. Unlike me, like when I'm sick, everyone's going to know. Well, I think that's just the difference between like, I've always been like that. Like you've always been someone who like, I don't know, complains. And I've always been someone who hides my emotions in that way. Like, I don't know why. Just growing up, I, if I broke a bone, I would walk up to my mom like this. And she's like, something's wrong. You have so many photos of you like this. Yeah, because I would injure myself severely, but I would never want to let people know. Like I would never want people to know that I was hurt. It's very or that badass. My feelings hurt. No, it's probably why I'm in therapy right now. Or that. Or that. <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm upset, you're gonna know. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. But that's like I think where we balance well is because I don't like to Talk, like I don't wear my emotions on my sleeve, even though like I'm a very I'm an open book. But I like if I'm hurting or if I'm like upset, like I'm not easily it's not easily known. And you are like, oh, I know, I, I fucking know oh, when well, you're you, upset. You know, but I mean, like to the world, you know, like I try to keep on like this strong front. But right. you're like, we gotta tackle this. Everyone knows how I feel. Everyone who I hate knows that I hate them. <laughs> Which is mostly everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like barely having my eyes open right now. Well, we've had a, what, did we get we, back yesterday? We got back yesterday from Paris and update. It was, uh, it, it was, was amazing. It was, a it good was time. way nicer than I anticipated. And what's funny is the sanitation department there who picks up your trash is on strike. So we saw trash around and didn't think anything of People it. People are like, excuse the trash. I was like, have you been in New York? Yeah, I was like, this looks exactly the like trash New York. Was, they had trash built up everywhere, but it was, it was in like really nice piles organized. and it didn't smell. It was organized. I was like, if this was New York, it would be everywhere. everywhere. S- yeah. Somebody would actually <laughs> open the trash bags and just throw it in everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was in very, it was so organized. It was still so beautiful and it didn't smell. It was, the food was great. The people were lovely. The event was great. Shout out. I do. To- I do have an ick though about something involved with Paris. Well, you can. We'll talk gonna, about that, that later. Be it's, yeah, it's not you. This okay. week, it's okay. not John. 
Well, sh- but shout out to Netflix. They they brought us out there. Yeah, we got to promote the new so Adam nice. Sandler, Jennifer Aniston movie, Murder, Murder Mystery, Mystery 2. 2. I mean, it was an awesome experience. I feel like it was up our wheelhouse. Like if we were to be in a movie, it, that would be uh, it. watching it, I was like, this is John and I. Like the way that they were arguing and just like anticipating crime and like going about trying to solve problem solving problem solving i'm like this is us but i think that that's like the genius of movie make making or content creation like what we do with our tiktoks it's creating something that is like real and relatable like a lot of people i think look at relationships and think that it's all butterflies and beautiful and it's like no you're married to someone who you argue with you know are you really married if you don't argue? <laughs> I mean, or it's not speaking a real relationship. Speaking of that, I love the comments. I mean, I, the I, fucking never, comments. I never like to give the comments any type of, um, what, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Your, recognition. Right. Like, I don't like to speak on negative comments. But, of course, they're the only ones that stand out and that really, like, sting so people are always like, you guys hate each other. I could tell by your body language. You're going to get divorced. And I'm like, who hurt you? Who hurt you? And number yeah. one, are you even in a relationship? Because Probably if you're not. married, you know, you do argue. And when you're it, like, when it's with your best friend or like your friend that you're arguing also, with. Also, are you like a fucking psychologist? Like, how do you know my body language? <laughs> are you the fucking CSI <laughs> from, agent? From our 30 second clip, you could really tell. Right. That, we're you probably didn't even so listen far. to the whole episode. Just this clip. So far away. Again, I hate to give any acknowledgement to the negative comments, but I just I do think it's funny. I want to because I want them when to people know are that like they're stupid. They're getting divorced. We've been with each other for enough years to know that like we can live with each other and we hate each other on the most accurate level for marriage. Like that is fine. I just like. It just blows my mind. It's like, are, do you not talk shit to your friends? Like, this is just how we communicate. And it's through love. That's true. I'm sorry. But like, I broke up with all of my exes because we were too nice to each other and it was fucking fake. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's on that. But Paris was great. We had a lovely time. I'm glad we went. I don't know. Like, I put a message in my phone to remember to talk about the cold shower for some reason. I don't know why oh. we like rented an Airbnb with our friends like the first night and Alex got hot water. Our friend Niels, she got hot water. And then no, no, I she go, didn't. she didn't. Oh, so I'm just the only one that complained I was about it. Ready. Exactly. You're the only one who complained because I'm getting ready. And she, I took a shower. It was beautiful and warm. And then she gets in probably 10 minutes after me and it was the quickest shower and she didn't say a word. I was just like, oh, maybe like she didn't wash her hair. I washed my hair. I was like, maybe it was just like a super quick shower. It wasn't until you go in and you're hyperventilating. She had like, some warm water. No, she had no. to. She that... said she did it. it. I'm telling you, John, her shower was so fucking fast. I would have thought she she could have won an award. It was record-breakingly fast. And then you go in and you go here. <gasps> Shit, motherfucker. Jesus Christ. I soaked, my whole body was like soaped up. And I'm like, I'm fully, you're committed. You have to wash. But anyway, so then John complains and he's like, Jesus, fuck, Alex, did you use, did you girls use all the water? And then Niels was like, I had no warm water either. And then we got a message from the Airbnb owner and said the the pipes, pipes. something broke with the pipes. I was like, whoops, (laughs) I thought it was me. But no, 
But she didn't complain. You complain. I know, of course. I mean, of course it's okay. it did. It's okay. Um, cold showers. Other are, other cold things about are good for you, apparently, <laughs> apparently, other things about Paris. I started getting a complex about saying merci, merci, and, and uh, bonjourno. Yeah, update. Bonjourno. It's bonjour. 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 Other update was um. Wait, I, I'm not. I'm not done with no, that no, yet. No, no, but I need to like talk on speaking in French. Is I froze up because any time that I'd be like. Bonjour. Oh, um, they knew you were American immediately. Le table pour quatre personnes. They'd be like, table for four. And I'm like, yes. I know. That's exactly what I said. They could tell right off oh, the yeah. bat with the yeah, accent. I'm sure. But mine was like, I was saying merci or Marseille, like thank you, at the wrong times. You couldn't pronounce they were like, L'Arc de Triumph. They were like, bonjour. 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 And then I'd say merci or merci to them. And now I have a complex about it now. At, 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 about it's the third you. day in, it just thank I just you. stopped talking. No, you started I just saying, stopped. Gracias. <laughs> you were like, gracias. <laughs> like, I know. Or I would say thank you. And I feel like I was insulting them. So I just like was hoping Alex would talk for me. I'm, I'm just like waving. But, but it is, I could see where it is hard if you're in another country to learn a new language, even if you're practicing, because people just automatically speak to you in English because it's just like the universal, if you speak <clears throat> Spanish, someone speaks English. If you're from Portugal, someone's speaking English. If you're from France, Italy, like someone is speaking English. Not everyone knows all the languages. but Which is sad. We're so dumb. Like English I wish we... Is, English is what everyone, it's universal. But it's like, even if you try to practice your language or like their language, they're going to just automatically make it easier for you. And so I was still trying to be like, okay, but how do I say this X, Y, Z? But it, it's it's hard. And it's also intimidating. It's very intimidating. I just like, it's embarrassing that we only know English. I mean, I don't, I could get around in French. Okay. I could get around. I believe I, it though. I didn't, but I can. <clears throat> As I was thinking, I was like, wow, there's a lot of things that I could have responded in French, but I just didn't. Répétez, s'il vous plaît. It was cool though. I mean, I feel like we didn't really do much with sh like shop we ate and ate lots of carbs. We were like, I by know. day the two, the bread's so good. We we're like, okay, we're done with carbs, and then we were not. I know. <laughs> we well, ate bread. Everything has bread. Everything, every meal, every meal you but get it, it has so bread good. in it. I know. So good. Everything was really good. But uh, the premiere was special too. I wore a gown designed by my grandma's business, Tina Martina Designs. Shout out, which was just like. Something that I've always dreamed about doing since I was a kid. My grandma started a dress a gown company as a single mom to five kids. And that's how she was able to provide for her family. We need to have her on the podcast. We do. One day. I know. Her story is but incredible. She designed my wedding gown. She designed every wedding gown in my family, my moms, my aunts, my cousins. And I've just, I've always thought that her gowns were stunning. And so growing up, because I was always like, I'm going to be on the red carpet one day, I always wanted to wear one of her dresses. And so it was like a, it felt like a full circle moment to wear one of her gowns on the red carpet in Paris. I know that's was, great. I'm sure she loved it. It was, yeah, like a once in a lifetime experience, but it was a great time. It really it was. was so great. So, and then we leave at 8.30 in the morning tomorrow. Yes. But anyway, should we, anything else? Any other updates? You're, uh, one you're update. Good. You're one, fresh. one fucking update. My gloves. The gloves I wore. Oh, that was like two episodes ago. <laughs> I know. But so we, we, you know, we batch, we like pull clips and then we like post the clips. And we recently post a clip of 
you know, the same episode like two weeks ago. And everyone's like, he's wearing gloves again. I'm like, I'm not wearing the gloves again. It's from the same fucking episode. It's getting warmer in LA, thankfully. So hopefully like we can start trimming down on our attire as John is in like a feather down coat. I want to show off my jacket. You really do like look like you're in The Last of Us or Indiana Jones or something. Yeah. Right. One of those. One of those like explorer movies mm. couldn't be more the opposite of you. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> All right, let's dive okay. in. Quickies. Quickie number one. My boyfriend and I have been together for two years. I'm about to graduate college in May and we plan to move in together. Currently, we both live at our parents' homes. What advice do you have for us as a couple living together for the first time and buying a house for the first time? Oh my God, I just like blacked out while you read that question. <laughs> so they're they're moving in together and they're go. asking for advice. Here we go. Yes, they're moving in together. This is their first time. They both live with their parents and they're buying a house together. I would say from my experience, moving, number one, congratulations. Buying a house, moving in together, like that's a, a huge first step together as a couple or just like a, a, for a new chapter in your life. Um, but tip is... Just knowing in advance that things are going to go wrong in your house and it's expensive. So just preparing yourself for that. Ooh, that's true. That's true. I would say rolls. Like in your house? Yeah. I mean, you're... Oh, like you were, moving in with one I'm another. assuming you guys weren't living together beforehand. Now you're together. Now I think you're going to know each other on a more like intimate, intense level. Right. So there's going to probably be things that you haven't seen before. Right. I think overall, like we say this on pretty much every episode, it's being a team and making sure that you guys are working together to make one another's lives easier. Like yep. cleaning the house, splitting those roles, working as a team. Identify strengths and weaknesses too. Like what one may be really good at, the other's not. So I think. And again, there's always going to be roles in the house that you're both not going to want to do, like laundry trash, vacuuming, sweeping. And so I think it's just delegating who does what and setting a time that like you guys are going to either do that together, like an hour during the weekends, whatever that looks like for you, but making sure that you know that you both have to contribute. Being considerate of one another, being aware, like if one person's busy, like picking up, picking up the slack, like helping right. out again, your team, like you said. And then also really important is I'm sure you both are busy working, whatever, having time together that's like meaningful. I think that sometimes gets lost once you live together and you're so used to seeing one another. Yeah, it's easy you forget to, to like do that. put Netflix on and just like scroll on your phone. I mean, that's meaningful to me. I'm fine with that, but. <laughs> you need to have your quality time. Sure, quality time. Yeah. yeah, spend your quality time. Okay, quickie two. Okay, I'm in my 40s and my wife is in her 30s. We'd like to hang out with other couples and have couple friends. How the fuck do you find them? How do know. we find them? I think we find it's different for us because couple friends through the in, through the internet. No, I think we find it. Well, yeah, yeah. We do, like oh, creator friends. Oh my god, hold on, We're, that's what I'm saying. But not through the internet. You, it's not like we randomly. It was like through events or people like introducing us. I guess one or two of them was like, yeah, we you, started following each other. I, I think it was because we we're in the same network of like. Or like field, right? Right. Like from work, I guess, for us. But we've talked about this before. I think that there is an app or a website Meetup. called Meetup. But I think just doing things that you guys both like doing, whether that's like 
wine tasting, going to Breweries, the gym together. Whatever. Like we made when we were in Raleigh, we would meet people when we were out or like at the gym. Like we would we would be a part of um like a hit class workout right. together. We'd meet other couples there who like to work out together or run clubs. I think I think that's cool. basically the key thing is like keep doing what you like to do. Maybe find it in a way that involves other people. Yeah. And intramural also, sports, all that kind of stuff. Intramural sports is a good one. We did meet people through that. Mm-hmm. And just, just like don't be nervous about reaching out via social media or it, however the means are. Because I feel like sometimes people second guess. I mean, I do. I'm like, they're going to think I'm a fucking loser if I'm like messaging them like, let's be friends. But I'm like, who cares? Shoot your shot. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start with that. I would just be like, what are you guys doing Saturday? <laughs> I would start with let's be friends. But that's just. Mm, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I think that's strange, but that's cool. You could say, say that John, if you want. You for sure. I'm not going to say let's be friends. Okay. That's just because you're like a guy. I You also wouldn't like hype up your friend the way that I would. What the fuck? I'm, I'm an amazing. I support my friends. No, I'm not saying you don't support your friends. But like, I'm like, you I got big arms. You're the man. <laughs> okay. Big dick swinging. You would say that to one of your friends? Fuck yeah. Why not? You Build definitely would not. You've never said that to one of your... Goo is sitting literally right here. Would Have you ever said to Goo, you got a big dick swinging? Unfortunately, Goo doesn't have a mic right now, so he can't say anything. <laughs> but yes. I could see from his eyes that he's like, hell no, John. Look, look up. Look, yep, that's a Yes. Yeah, you're a fucking liar, John. You would never say much to one of your friends, big dick swinging. I think you just have to get it. Anyway, again, same thing that John apparently has too big of an ego to say, let's be friends. I think it's just like, we would we would be friends. I literally messaged someone that recently and she goes, yeah, we would. So unless she was just saying that to be fucking nice because I'm weird. Yeah, maybe I don't know how guys actually do it. I, I don't know. I think I just say, let's hang out. If you, do you, Are you free? Do you want to do something? You want to grab right. a drink, whatever. It's not that deep keep is it, what I'm saying. Yeah, keep it chill. It's not that deep. Keep it light. Quickie number three. My husband stays home and watches our kids. I'm the sole provider and we just had another child. I feel like I found my soulmate in another. I don't know what to do. This was similar to same kind of, same kind of advice from last episode where it's like, you're not doing anything wrong until you do something wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because when it was like the woman was talking about, I have a girlfriend, but now I'm thinking about the dude's dick that right. I work with. And it's like, right. like everyone has fantasies acted. or whatever, but like the minute you act on something is when the problem I is think real. also though, sometimes when you're in a relationship, you know, especially, and I can't speak for people who have kids, but I can imagine it being so much fucking tougher with kids because your time has been now split between your significant other and your kids. Um, I can imagine that when you meet someone, it's like exciting and you think the grass is greener. Like you're at work and you meet someone and you're like, oh my God, this is so exciting. It's away from my kids. Like because your life at home is the mundane, it's the boring, it's stressful that you might think that you found your soulmate in another, but there's, you have to like go back to the reason why you chose your husband. And I think it's like continuously choosing your partner and going back to the reason why. Like, of course, there are reasons why people split up and don't work out. But I think you have to look at what those reasons are. And if it's just because like the flame died, 
I think that you can get that spark back. It's like more of a mindset, you know, or I don't know. I, I, it's not it's not that black and white, but I just don't think that there's always that grass is greener, you know, mentality. And a lot of times it's not. And I just think when it goes to your endorphins or whatever, where it's like that excitement of something new and then what, you know, also again, not because I have kids, but I'm only on mom talk. And so this is only from what I'm sourcing from my friends with children and mom talk is that like your hormones change so much when you do have a kid, like when you give birth and for like a year crazy. after, but like that you can physically look at your husband and be like, I fucking hate you. Is that the same thing like birth control too? I mean, birth control fucks with your hormone hormones also, but I know that giving birth, like it's a completely different type of hormone than that's crazy what birth control but like i've literally seen or heard from of people who physically get ill at the sight of their spouse and it's and it's not forever it's just like your hormones are crazy so i don't think that like this is something that you need to lean into right after just having another kid like it's probably a lot of other things that are attributing to the way that you're feeling right now Mm. i mean Again, it's like you have to look, you have children, you know, you, it's not just your life anymore. Like how, how is that going to affect them? You know, the same time, YOLO, well, you no, know, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you, you have, there's different well, ways no, but to that's look why, at like, it. What are the reasons that you're feeling this way? Sure. Look at all that. Cause like, I, if I get you're that. in an abusive relationship, no fucking leave. But why are you feeling that you found your soulmate in another it's probably because you just had a kid and you're just like, your hormones are crazy. Maybe. And again, like... Do you it- ever think, like, sometimes I think, if I if I see an attractive woman, like, and you're like, what would life be like? If you look at someone else, I don't know, because I am a negative person. The first thing I think of, like, oh, you're hot. But I, I, then I'm like, you probably have a shitty personality. It's probably or you're, I No, just it has literally has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. Oh, I'm like, wait, oh, you're saying this nothing to do with me? No. no. I think in the back of your head, it does. Well, yeah, you're and my wife why, and I love you. And but. that's why you're like, I would never do better than Alex. That's what you're thinking. But I think I'm looking. No, that's exactly what you're yes, thinking. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. I'm not, not going to even say my, you're no, right. No, no, what You're is, right. What are, you, what are you thinking? Holistically, looking at everything, I think everyone has... It's just too much with one person. There's too many things, too many different personality types and like likes and wants and what they believe in and culture and all this stuff. Like there's bound to be some sort of roadblock roadblock. And it's like, I wouldn't want to go through that. Like just because someone's hot doesn't mean that person's right for you. And yeah. I, I always look at I look try to look past that when I see someone hot or whatever. Cause I'm like, I can't they have to have flaws and then I'm sure those flaws will come out and then we will end up hating each other. I don't know. That's what I think. The thing is everyone in relationship has flaws in relationships, <laughs> not relationship, but no one, no one individually is perfect. So it's just a matter of finding who you can tolerate their flaws for. And I don't mean that to be like, you have to settle. You have to tolerate someone because you don't. I don't think that you should settle. I think that you should have a list of things that like right. you have boundaries for. But like if everything is perfect for this person, like, well, number one, you're never going to find a perfect person. But if they check the majority of your boxes and you love them, like you have to dive deeper. And I think that people do get blinded by the grass is greener on the other side. Nope. The grass is generally greener where you water it. Usually. I like that. That's good. 
Okay. We don't, need, we don't need a conclusion. Oh, good. I was about to say, we don't need a conclusion and you were going to move on. I'm I proud concluded of it there, but I said, you know, you're doing it again. Okay. It. <laughs> okay. Next question. Tips on keeping it spicy in the bedroom. If I have five minutes sex one more time, I think I'll break up with him. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> we get it, John. We know that you like to have very as long as productive <laughs> Both sex. partners are happy. That's all that matters. I mean, that is true. And but I think it's just having the conversation. How many times do we have to say this? It's about communication. communication. Also, the longer you're with someone, did you, I didn't it doesn't it. say. It's uh, a quick so you don't know. Listen, in the beginning is trial and error. You know, you don't know each other. You don't know what someone likes or doesn't like. Nerves are happening. I've given poor performances. Plenty of times, but it's like once you know your your person and you guys are comfortable with each other, you know what you like, it should be efficient. I think that like there is a time and a place to have a a, an elongated sexual encounter with elongated, that's the word you chose. Yeah, like a an extended amount of period, like an extended amount of time. You worked with somebody once. And I'll, I always have I what he says in exactly my head. What, yeah. what did he say? He said something like, if you're fucking for longer than 15 minutes, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong. Yeah. And unless you are both trying to prolong it. That's what I mean. Like there are, there is a time and a place where you're like, yeah, like let's make this a sexual experience. But like, no, no, no. In what world, who has time for that? Also, I'm just like, like, you're probably just like laying around like we don't, don't know we don't know <laughs> that's not us we don't know, know. we don't know I what just, you're doing i just feel like we're like let's we both know each other so well at this point that it's like we don't need to spend an hour but going going about. back to her question it's like it's gonna be a rocky road it's trial and error you know and you're gonna just have to i think once you find the person tips on keeping it spicy in the bedroom if i have five minutes sex one more time are you not being satisfied maybe that's why like maybe you're not reaching Another non fully detailed question. Maybe that's why. True. Because like, also, I, I want to do... know if this is a random person or is this somebody you're dating? Because like, well, she that's said, also I think problem. I'll break up with him, so they're dating. Oh, but like, I too, if I was only having five minute sex and not reaching right. my climax, I too would be like, dude, I'm fucking over it. Right. Well, especially if you're dating someone, so you've had multiple, multiple, multiple sessions. I'm assuming. I just think you have to communicate and be like, dude, you're gonna have to. Step it up. Work work with me here. Next question. As a husband, so John, I guess this is for you. As a husband, what is the one thing your wife does that affirms that you chose the right woman to spend the rest of your life? Driven. With? Driven. A hundred percent. That was that's number really? one. That's Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, no, that's a good quality. The mentality I talked about earlier about like, oh, they're hot. That, that does nothing. You're hot. And yes, being attracted to someone's number one. Obviously, you're hot and I like want to be with you. I think the older I got, though, like that was becoming more important too. like I need someone who has a passion, who's driven, who wanted to succeed in life because we're both like driven people. And mm-hmm. We want to do the best that we can. And I saw that in you and I saw that in your work. I think for me, not that this person asked, but your person at read the second part. No, of this. this says, and as a wife, what do you do for your husband that you think is what makes him choose? You? I actually want to know that too. Like what, if you were, I guess I wanted you to answer that first. Okay. So what, I, what do I do that I think is what makes you choose me? Um, 
Probably, probably that I'm driven. Like, cause I, I think that you like, actually think that, yeah, because I think that like, if I like wasn't, or like didn't have a talent or like just like went along with the world. Well, and, in like, the beginning it was the chase, obviously. Right. Yeah, but you yeah, were driven, no, but like besides about, like, that long term, like right. what keeps you together? I think it's that like, I try to push you to be a better version of yourself and you push me to be a better version of myself. Like, I think that we're continuously working on one another physically, emotionally, like we're always working to be better people and better partners for each other. And like, again, that's kind of why like those comments do get to me about like the divorce, which I, I know that like they shouldn't, but like, I just feel like we work so hard and like we do care for each other's well beings. And like, you are my best friend. Oh, <laughs> I can't say that because he's oh. <laughs> sitting. Because you're a best friend. No, John, now now that you didn't say that, people are like, yeah, this is true. No, I don't. You're not my best friend, though. No, no. I hate that. I hate when I you, agree. I agree. I am you're your not best, my best friend. I know, that's fine. You're, I get I'm it's your best friend, in. but you're not my best friend. I think that it annoys me when people are like, my best friend. Like, no, or your my partner per is obviously one of your closest people in your lives, but you have your best fucking friends. Right. Like, your partner is on a different level. Then you have your best friends, like my girlfriends. I'm not trying to be your bestie, but like it's just built in. Job I mean, like we're best we're better than besties because we're with each other 24 seven. We haven't killed each other. True. But I don't think I could do that with a friend. I mean, I think the main another main reason why we're together together is because we have our goals are so aligned mm -hmm. for our life. Yeah, it's just like there was something else you read too about like love can't be the only like it's not the only thing that holds no, people it's together like a business it is a transaction it's like making each other this is just working. this is just going towards what they were saying in the comments yeah, yeah. which is the business tra transaction oh, yeah. they're only with each other because they have the podcast and content yeah exactly <laughs> my god but like we've had that conversation before and we've said like if our marriage is on the line we would we would leave this uh, all yeah, in I'd a walk, minute I'd like walk. we choose each other first as it fucking should be exactly anyway so i did we answer that question <laughs> yes you did okay we did all right next question i'm in a new relationship going on two months and my girlfriend told me to choose between clubbing with my friends or her i'm going out this weekend and i invited her to come out with us but she has to work Last time I went clubbing, I was understanding of her feelings, communicated throughout the night, left early, and only had two drinks. Clubbing has never been a means for me to meet girls, and I simply and I simply want to blow off some steam with my friends. She is not used to the bar slash club scene and has expressed that she is uncomfortable with me being there. We both haven't been in a relationship for years due to self-growth, and this has been one of my healthiest relationships for me so far. However, I told her I do not want to lose lose myself and the peace I've gotten and I don't want to lose my friends. Is this something bigger? I feel like right now it's you can't go to the club and later it'll be I can't go anywhere. One, I want to know how old you are. And two, when I when he keeps saying club, I'm just like thinking I'm thinking of like fucking like rave Miami. glow stick. Yeah. Like literally What because, is clubbing? Because I, I think that's what the difference of like a club and a bar is like a bar is like you can have conversation you're yelling right. a club is you're yelling to one another but like it's like i mean listen at some point your commitment to your relationship is going to have to come first if you want to keep it if right. this is your most successful relationship and like you see a future with this person you're gonna have to make sacrifices that being said if you're fucking young 
do what you want to do. You have the rest of your life. Devil's advocate, like if you, if this is something that is non-negotiable for you and you like to club that much, you could find a biddy who likes to club with you. But True. like, I could see that being a train wreck, though. I, for sure. I mean, depending. Then on you both like, are just raging all the time. Oh man! Yeah, but he's saying like the like the club doesn't have to be here's the other ratchet thing. where you're getting hammered in blackout. Like you, we dance. don't know what clubbing is. Are no, like, are you? When I was in college and like after college, I would go clubbing. Honestly, until I met you, I would go clubbing. My friends and I would go out dancing. We were like, we you're, would not you're leave. Alex, you're fucking bars around NC State or like even Long, Long Island. In Manhattan? That's club. Manhattan's different. You, I didn't go clubbing You're like, you, I'm clubbing in, in NC State. Like, relax. You didn't know You me. didn't live in like Miami or somewhere where there's clubbing. You act like I never like went on bachelorette parties or went out in Manhattan where I grew the fuck up because you yeah. hated the city and you were so old that by the time that I <laughs> met you, you just only wanted to date drink. I don't think I ever clubbed. Maybe I know, I that's what I'm saying. Like when I met you, you were like, Listen, I don't go out past day drinking seven. or again, I'm trying to tell or darty. <laughs> it's called darty, I guess. Dartying day party. I had some younger but guys. You that. used to like when we first met, you were almost 30 and you were like, I only drink 29. I only drank between the hours of like 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. And you're like, after that, I'm home. I can't wait. I can't wait to get Goo and Mike for him to like totally agree with me on He'll that. He'll be like, facts. That's facts. John, best so like, time. Not, Day drinking's the best. I'm not arguing with you, but I'm saying I changed my ways because I'd be like, we go out at 11 p.m. and you're like, then I'm not going with you. And I wanted to hang out with you. You go into your local bar and Jesus and, fucking and Christ, dancing John. to Enter Sandman isn't, I mean, uh, Sandstorm isn't clubbing. That song. That's not clubbing. You're showing your age so much. John, you're literally showing your age. The fact that you're bringing up that and not like Chris Brown or Rihanna or like <laughs> <laughs> Little Wayne. Like that's who I was dancing the, at the club The fact to. that it's like 930 and we're doing this podcast. I'm I'm just barely hanging Wait, on. Wait, no, let me see your club dance moves again. <laughs> Like that, you just aged yourself. John's in his well, 40s. Well, it's, it's an amazing song. Um, but yeah, what was no. the question? He oh clubbing. <laughs> oh, the, the other thing I want to say about that is, don't sacrifice. Is this something you love to do? And then say you're like, oh, you can't just do it for your partner though. If right. You, but if you don't do it for yourself, you do it for your partner. You're, there's going to be resentment. So you're just you're not ready. You're not ready. True. Because like for me, when I was done clubbing. Again, I like how you go ahead. Conclusion. Like judge me about like what my fucking clubbing experience was when you've never clubbed with me. Before. I clubbed though. Not I, with, when. I I did back clubbing. in the nineties, <laughs> early two thousands. I did some club. <laughs> I did some clubbing. You so crazy, and then uh, anyway. So I just I just think that I was ready to not club. In my mid twenties, no one's asking about anymore. you. Nobody cares. I'm giving my fucking experience, John, because he's talking about his girlfriend, and I'm saying like I was in a place where I was over it, and I was like I was okay. To All right, not so we're, club we're both saying the same thing. So I agree. We both agree. Wow, we agreed in a weird way. Cool. Next question. Are we still in the quickies? In conclusion, <laughs> no. <laughs> to what feels 
natural for you. No, these are the longer questions. Okay, next question. My situation is I've been dating this guy for almost six months. He's married with three kids, but they've been separated for three years and he doesn't live with her. He claims he doesn't want to get a divorce because of the kids they already have who are older. She still stalks him when we go out and will basically beg for him back. He's been honest with me with everything and tells me that she's trying to call him. I really like him, but I'm wondering if I should even deal with this. Normally, I would have walked away, but I can't seem to walk away from him. I've asked him if I would get a divorce and he doesn't seem to want to get one anytime soon. Any advice? Oh my God. Toxic. Obviously, that's why you can't get away from it because it's toxic. You probably have good sex. That's probably keeping you there. What else, John? He's so he's got three kids and three he's kids. not divorced. Not divorced. He he wants his cake and can't eat it too. And can't eat it. That's he wants wrong. his cake and he wants to eat it too. Basically, that seems he like wants it'll to have his cake and eat so it. So he's got you and his He's got two women right now. Well, he's not. Why with, would he? He's perfect he's for him. But he's not with his wife. He's separated from her. From what he says. From what he says. I mean, I just think that you have to decide. Again, we talk about boundaries all the time here. Like, what is your boundary? For me, like getting into a relationship with someone, I would be like, I need you to be 100% separated, divorced from this person. Especially the fact that she's like stalking him. Like, you need some like legal papers in place if you... And also, if you want to move forward with him, like marriage, how are you going to do that if he's already married? Toxic relationships are tough. They're addicting. And that's exactly what this is. And I feel bad for her because it's all, it's also a confidence thing, I think, too. Yeah. I it mean, comes down to like, are you, you're, you're probably thinking in your head like, oh, like I could see a future with this person. Maybe they're, I don't think I'm going to find anyone else. You know, I just like. Be confident in, and like in yourself you and who you are. Yeah. And that's, you're going to, you're just going to succeed in life if you just think that way. Like people who just go from one, not, not saying she does this, but like in general, like anytime I see people that go from one relationship to the next, it's like they don't know who they are and they're not confident and it's just a fucking train wreck. I think it it, can, it depends. It can be. But I just think like it ultimately boils down to like what is the standard that you are setting for yourself? You know, like if this was a friend telling you this story, what would you tell them? And then and there's your answer. You know, if like your best friend was saying this exact scenario, would you be like, you should stay with him? Or would you be like, walk the fuck away? If your best friend said that, I'd be like, you need, a, you need new friends. <laughs> if your best friend is like, stay with him. You need to assess her life and be like, is she a good person well, also, to give don't you take fucking advice? From advice. anyone who's doing anything that you wouldn't do, you know, like no one who you, no one who's doing less than you, you know, like only take advice from generally people who are are walking the path that you want to live. Yep, that's actually really good advice. I mean, how many successful people say that? You want to be the dumbest person in your friend group, right? You want to have the cheapest house on the block. <clears throat> And you want to be the dumbest person in your friend group because you're always going to learn and you're always going to do better. But anyway, so I think it's a tough situation. You probably love him as I give a summary, but I know, golly, <laughs> but I think that you deep down know what you deserve. And I think that you can set that boundary. Well said, Alex. Next question. I was in a committed relationship with someone who is nine years younger than me and very insecure. We were together for four and a half months and had made all these future plans. 
However, his insecurities were hindering our relationship because he had broken up with me three times and I kept chasing because I had faith. Recently, he went through my phone without me knowing and he found a deleted message from an old friend and he made his own assumptions that I was cheating. I could say my mistake was to He's respond, cheating. but in no way I was cheating. Can you give me some insight? Who's wrong and who's right? Needless to say, he broke up with me and I'm sad and I want to reach out. Oh my God, Tell that was his fucking out. That was his fucking out. Anything he reached... He was reaching for something. Also, four and a half months, girl, walk away. You dodge this bullet. Like, this is not someone who you want to be with any anyway. No. I think that he's... He's nine years younger than her? Who's nine years younger than me and very uh, insecure. Okay. Yeah. Fuck that guy. No. I just think that, like, you are good, good riddance. And, of course, you feel sad and bad and all that because he broke up with you. Exactly. If it was the other way around, you wouldn't give yep, a shit. Exactly. If you were the first one to break up with him, you'd be like, this is fine. I might feel bad and sad for a minute. But it's because it's always an ego thing. It's a little bit of an ego thing. Whether you want to admit it or not, no one likes to be rejected. And so that's what it is. It's like a hit on your ego. And you're like... It's like when you get fired from a job. No way, I loved when you rejected me. I just wanted me, I wanted more. Exactly, just like she does. She's like, oh, I yeah, want to yeah, reach so, out. Yeah. I'm sad. I want to reach out. Don't do not do it. It's like, you don't fire me first. You don't break up with me first. I was going to do that. Right. So it's like, you always want to be, but then too, like when you're the first one to do it, like, you know, you have different questions about the relationship, but no one likes to be rejected. Whether that's from a job or a relationship or you ain't first, or you're last. <laughs> is that from what is it? Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. If you ain't first, you're last. If you ain't first, you're last. But anyway, I just think that you're feeling this way. Your feelings are valid, of course. You're allowed to like mourn this relationship, but I just think that like, but like mourn it, good separately from this. Guy. And also, like, don't give your. You were together for four and a half months. Like, don't let this consume you. I think just like move on. Like distract yourself with friends, go date some, go make out with someone at the bar. Yeah. And just this person, you said that you broke up three times and you kept chasing him because you had faith. No, move on. And you're in that stage too. It's like the honeymoon stage. So that's mm -hmm. an addicting stage right. to be in. And if like you're already having issues here, no. And that's the thing too that I don't know if that we've like let people in on. Was that like, you and I, when we were like back and forth, we never like committed to one another. No. We were never, we were just like, we would go on one date and then never see each we other. We were again. never, we were never official ever until yeah. we were until official. We were and then official. once we were official, it's yeah. from then I on. I remember like, the, no, no the, one's asking that. What's no, the next I, question? No, I want to talk about it. I remember the one date that we went on though, and then like being like, dang it, like I'm going to have to date this person now for the rest of forever. And then you were mine for the rest. Of and then you were mine. Forever. It was a decision, though. I was like, all right, this is it. Next question. I love you. I love you. Cheers. Cheers. All right, next question. My husband and I have been together six years, married for one. He's begging me to have our first kid. We're in our early 20s and have plenty of time to get there. I have zero desire for kids right now, and that scares me. I'm not very maternal and not the girl that loves babies. We are on two different pages right now. I've tried to talk to him about this and it never ends badly, but I feel like he's upset and frustrated with me by the end. I wish we were ready, but I'm not. It makes me feel like I'm failing him. 
all of our friends are having kids right now. And I think that definitely has an influence. He said, I'm so jealous. We are falling behind. And look, that could be us. What do I do? I'm so scared that I'll never want or be ready for kids, which would mean an end to our marriage. Or I'll have to suck it up and just have a kid, which definitely is not the right thing to do. How do I work through this? I'm glad you realize that. Yeah, don't have a kid if you're not ready to have a kid. Also, if the first thing he said to you, like he's so jealous, wrong reasons to have kids. Obviously, that's influencing him, but you just like you want to have kids because other people are having kids or you want to have kids because like you truly want a child to nurture and grow. You said you guys are young, but like my biggest concern is like, did you guys not have this conversation before? And that should have been one of the key ones. And I get that like too, when you're young, you're probably like, Oh, I'm not sure. Like it's something we could discuss about later. But like sometimes people know, I mean like they've been together for six years. Six years married for one. Yeah. Within all mm-hmm. those years, you never. I don't know though, but like when. Well, maybe you had that combo. I don't know. Or, right. And maybe you did have that combo and then like your feelings changed because I think growing up, my expectation was that I would have kids. I think when I was in my first relationship at like 17, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a young mom and have kids by 22. But then like you grow up and you're like, wow, I can't even afford to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you just, you know, deal with life as it comes. But your expectations change, your timeline for things change, like your career might not have been falling into the place that you thought it would be by now. Or, you know, just a lot of things in life. Like you had expectations of when you were, you were younger and then things change. Um, so it might not even just have been a conversation thing. It might just be that like, you know, they're in a different place right now than they were six years ago when they started dating. But I think that you're very self-aware to know that you having a kid to please your partner is not the answer. No, not at all. I mean, I don't know how much more to talk about on this subject because it's pretty, it's pretty obvious to me just based on what you said. Like, do not have kids if you don't want to have kids. And we said it before. If it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. That's how I look at it. And least. I would also rather regret not having kids than regret having a child and bringing them into the world. But you're all, you're me. also young. You're young. You're still young. I mean, I say that because I'm. Well, because we're in our thirties, and we're like we still could have <laughs> yeah, kids we if we wanted to. I know. I mean, people have kids in their forties. You know what I mean? Like, so you do have time. Like, there is no rush. But I do think like communicating that to your husband and just saying like, listen, if like you're this nervous about it like i'm not going to be someone to hold you back free will go find someone else to have children right if like you're willing to if that's really a non-negotiable for you but like if this isn't something if you don't want to lose your husband because you don't want kids like that's a that's a tough thing you're gonna have to fucking face like and make that decision of like who would you rather you know because it's kids aren't just an accessory. We say that all the time too. Like I mean, you, a, you do need to have that combo and just be like, I'm not ready now. I don't know what to tell you. It's up to you what you want to do. Like I love you and I, and I want to be with you, but like, I'm not ready to give you a kid anytime soon. And that's kind of like how you have to leave it. And then that's his decision to make what he wants to do. Right. Yeah. And that's not to say that like things aren't going to change in the future for you guys. But I just think like to do something now because you feel pressured is only going to make you resentful or you're just not going to feel 100% confident in that decision, which you should feel 100% confident. I feel like a lot of things with these questions are what I noticed it comes down to is I think everyone knows the right answer. 
but it's the hardest choice to make. Mm -hmm. Just like the last question, the guy's clubbing question. It's like, you know, he doesn't want to stop clubbing, right? His girlfriend wants him to stop clubbing. And he's scared if he doesn't stop, he's going to lose her, but he's losing a piece of himself or what he loves to do. And I just think it's like he knows what he has to do. Kind of like here, like she probably knows what she has to do because Kinda, but you don't like, want to do something you don't want to do. But like stopping to go clubbing to make your partner happy. It's, gauge it's different than having a baby to make your kid happy. Like I probably would suggest like everyone's stop going to no, the no, club. no. But everyone's level of importance is different. It doesn't right. matter as, as if you look at both, like, yeah, it doesn't look like they compute to be similar, but in mean, someone not, in someone's mind, that is like, if that's what he loves to do, that's his number one thing. Like that's his baby. That's like his like level of what he, and I just think it just comes down. You get, you have a point where it's like two, tough decisions you're gonna have to make okay but also but also no i just think that like they're so different that like you really can't compare the two of like creating human lives versus honestly like, i'm not willing Alex, to stop like, honestly am i am i making any sense or am i no, not no no you are you are making an I argument tell. you are making an argument but it is an argument and so i'm gonna make my argument okay. and just say like it'd be like if you were like i'm not willing to play less Call of Duty to hang out with you because I like Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Like there is a little bit of a right answer and a wrong answer here. Like, so for like the clubbing thing, I'm like, how old are you? Get the fuck over it. Like you don't have to be clubbing when you're a certain age or like, it's exhausting. You're not gonna be clubbing forever. You have, your priorities have to fucking change. And if they don't, then you're gonna lose your girlfriend and whatever. And if that's what you want, that's what you want. So I guess like to your point, maybe like is what you're saying. Like, yeah, like, everyone's, like, a, whatever everyone's is a fucking individual and like everyone's priorities are different. I don't fucking know. Uh, true. I think that's what it is. Do whatever makes <laughs> you truly happy. Cause that's true. There are that's some not people, right though either. Cause I feel like people have commented like all they're doing is telling people to like divorce people or leave people. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, I'm not trying to say that either, but I'm just trying to be a devil's advocate and like looking at, Everyone's side, because like everyone has a choice. Everyone has like a decision to make, and you got to look at everything. My but eyes like, are like halfway open. Life also isn't black and white, so we do discuss the gray. Like we right. do discuss like the well, you know, like it's not as easy as a decision. So you know, I think you do have to follow your heart and like stay true to yourself, and you don't always have to bend for your partner. But at the same time, like we just said earlier, but you have grass, to com you do have to compromise. The, and, yes. and what are you gonna? What battles are you gonna? You gotta pick and Correct. choose your battles. There we go. Like, That's end of conclusion. End of conclusion. Next question. On. Okay. All right. Last question. What do you think about dating a married man? Should I just stop there? Dude, was that it? <laughs> no, no. Oh. There's more. Okay. I'm 24 and he's 41 and has three kids and a wife. I'm just gonna three kids and a wife who he's in an open relationship with. He tells me she's a great mother, but an awful partner and wife. He said for the past 10 years, he's had girlfriends. I never believed in open relationships or dating a married man. We talked about what it would look like if we were dating. And he said, primarily private and only close people of his would know about it. No marriage or kids together, a couple of nights together or travel together. He works in the same building as I do. So we see each other every day for lunch. What do you think I should do? He's cheating on his wife. He's not in an open relationship. Home I don't. Girl. I don't think this is a real question. Is this real? Like, 
do you actually need help? I, do you actually need help with this question or like do you actually need an answer? How you read it when you when you typed this out, did you not see the problem as you were typing it out? I know people are asking for advice and like I'm not going to just like sugarcoat stuff like that is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. This man is married with children. He's a fuck fucking asshole. Fuck that guy. He's also saying and you, he's going to keep and your you relationship private. You are a terrible person also for trying to date someone or hanging out with somebody who's married, who has children. Like it's going to ruin their lives. What happens if you homewreck that? No, no, no. She is under the assumption that it's an open relationship. But I'm here to tell you, girlfriend, he's just cheating on his wife. You are. You can't actually. Okay. There's right. no wait, 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 wait. Sorry. way. Well, there me, is no way. Wait, wait. That it is. Let me backtrack a little bit. His wife knows that they're in an open relationship. I bet she's not sleeping with anyone. Well, I bet let, she's not. Let me backtrack anyone. a little bit. I actually didn't hear the first part where you said it was an open relationship. No, it says he's he has a wife with three kids who he is in an open relationship with. No, the fuck uh, he's not. Uh, he's just. Well, no, no, no. Maybe, maybe he is. The fact that he said. That if they're dating, it's going to be private and they would never get married or never have kids together. You're telling me that this wife. I know. Number knows- one, number one, what you need to do, whether it's private or not, what you need to do. If you're down to do this relationship, talk to the wife, the wife, whether it's private or not. No, that has to be first. Right. You can't just take his word okay. because you're not just affecting the two of you. You're affecting those children. So you have to be like, I'm down for this open relationship if you are, but I need to talk to the wife to make sure it is open because if it's not, I'm not doing this. Before even talking to the wife, you have to decide, am I okay with number one, this being a private relationship? Number two, this leading towards nowhere like we're never gonna get married she and never seems have like kids. she is fine with it right no she's she's confused she's wow like, i really didn't think i, I really did not pay attention to this question we're, do you want me to read it again no no i'm getting the pieces <laughs> so are I'm just giving you the pieces so i just think the that pieces like, of the puzzle you have are coming to together. decide what you're okay with are you okay with this relationship ultimately leading nowhere no one could know about it i think it's like what you said and if you're you are okay with that then you say Okay, to move forward, I need to have a conversation with your wife, who is apparently in an open relationship with you, which which outsider looking in, I don't think the wife is aware <laughs> that she is also in an open relationship. I, too, concur with what you're saying. But, <laughs> but anyways, say something to her. Also, I apologize for calling you fucking stupid because I didn't listen to the whole question. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, you know... Selective listening. Yeah. It's a problem. Uh, yeah. I Whether mean, it's private or not, though, whatever he says, I would, you cannot continue until you talk. You have to talk. If, also, you're, if you're comfortable with it, next step is talk to her. If she's cool with it, do what you guys want to do. But you should have in the back of your head, do not fuck this kid. You're up. also 24, girl. Like, you're in your prime. Your prefrontal cortex is not She's 24? Developed. Yeah. John, do you Fuck, wanna... I missed She's every part of this question. He's 41. I read it. He's out. 41? I read this question. Oh my out God. Loud. Is it a. Now I'm I, wondering. I read it out loud. You heard is all it a, the information. Is it a turn on for you to be in this like mysterious thing? Of course. Again, because it's toxic. Of or is like, do you genuinely like this person? I it's do. just like a mysterious thing. Listen, like, I think that you, you can move could, on. I think that you could be in a relationship with someone who's older than you, like age differences are okay. But it's like, 
the fact there's there's too many layers to this that make it not okay or that are red flags for me. Like th there's just red flag after red flag after red flag. And the fact that you're even writing in and questioning, like it's like to your point, you know the answer. You know that this is likely not the relationship that you should be in. This is not healthy and this is not going to be conducive for your future. So you I should ask your parents see what they say. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Do the people in your life know that this is your relationship? If what you're asking say? us, the two strangers, <laughs> you're obviously not talking to your friends about it. I'm pretty sure. You probably know what they're going to say. Okay. I, yeah. That's enough with this question. That's enough. I think we gave enough of like what our response is here. But I'm, I'm team you here. I'm just... I think that you need to question everything about I'm your team, relationship. I'm team this is a really bad idea. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I'm not team her. <laughs> Or team them or anything. I'm just no. I this just, is I just team think that, bad like, idea. You're young. You're easily influenced. Like just just don't fall for like the tricks here. He's trying to trick you and be like, yeah, my wife is okay with this. Like I guarantee you, his wife doesn't know. I can guarantee you that. I don't. I don't agree with that. That people, part I don't agree with. People should be proud to be in a relationship with you. No. No. It no. Matter. No. Because maybe he's just thinking of his kids first. And he's like, I don't want to ruin this kid. There's so many people. And what? Like, listen, you always said don't shame kinks. There's tons of people out there in open relationships. That's not a kink. An open relationship is not. when you're. If you're in an open relationship, own your decisions. Own who you are. You can own it, but you're, maybe he's keeping it private because that's not just him and his wife. Fuck it's him and his wife. Kids. <gasps> that's your decision. Fuck like, those kids. No, it's your decision. So it's like you're choosing Alex that going and you're a reflection of that. So like... You're saying that this is my decision. Like, she also has a life. Like, she should be able to be proud No, I don't agree. About, you got to shield the kids. You got to shield them. Then don't fucking be in an open relationship if you want to protect your children. I don't... No, you can. Why? If you, if you both are cool with it, I don't see the problem. As long as you're not affecting anyone else that's, but the two people that she, are making the choice to do it. That's if she was okay with it. That's if that, like, Yeah, that's partner. what I'm fucking saying. It's not open if only one is agreeing to it. That's not, called cheating. I'm not talking about the wife. I'm talking about the girl who he's dating. Like, Okay, so all three of you have to agree. That's what we're talking about. If all three of you are in I'm agreement. I'm saying that this girl should not feel bad for the kids. She should not be like... <laughs> Your kids. That's all I'm saying. Is she should not be like, oh, he's doing it for his kill his children. No, fuck those kids. I'm not talking about fuck her. Him. I'm talking not fuck those kids. Fuck him. And his he's being a bad dad, a bad husband, and a bad boyfriend to you. It's because it's not a real open wait. They're already dating. God, Jesus. <laughs> Are yes. they dating? Yes. I thought she was trying to figure out if she wanted to jump into this. She said, what do you think about dating a married man? Exactly. I'm this 24. Mean, they've been... I'm 24 and what? I'm 24. He's 40. I'm going to read this whole okay. question again. Just read the first part. I'm reading the whole thing again. So everyone, for any details, we could wrap <clears throat> this up. What do you think about dating a married man? I'm 24. He's 41 and has three kids and a wife who he's in an open relationship with. He tells me she's a great mother, but an awful partner and wife. He said for the past 10 years, he's had girlfriends. I never believed in open relationships or dating a married man. But we talked about what it would look like if we were dating. And he said ha! primarily private. If we were dating. They're Ow. They're not even dating. Okay, then don't date him. That's my <laughs> that's my 
like advice. Actually, you know, that's both of our advice. You're not even in it yet. So <laughs> Cliff Notes, <laughs> in summary, after all this drama that we just talked about, you haven't even pursued this yet. You're just thinking about it. But we just already, look at what we, we talked about. about the entire you turn detour away. <laughs> Don't date him. Wow. All that's, right. That's so it. Let's get into that's our that. <laughs> what are your, what's your egg job? Holy shit. Close it. Close that. Uh, well, I think I was talking about my XP and everyone making fun of my gloves, but the other ick I have is about France. It better not be my ick. And it's one particular thing. Shoot. The fucking coffee teacups. Thank God. I thought that it was going to be my ick and it was not. You guys have good coffee. Actually, there's two things about that. Like, I'm a coffee snob. The coffee tastes good. Coffee's not hot enough. Any of the coffee I ever got there was not hot enough. That's and true. I'm like, why is this not hot? And there's got to be a reason. I don't know. And I'm not going to. I'm sure they're like, well, you stupid fuck. It's French press or whatever. I don't <laughs> fucking know. But also the teacup or the coffee cup. It is so teeny. And you got to you got to hold. You got to like pinch it. And I'm like, give me like a fucking man mug. Because, you know, like give me something to hold John, on to. Like, most people there are drinking espresso. Like they're not drinking. They're not there to sip on an Americano. Like. Drinking a full pot of coffee. Those cups I've never seen before. So those are specially made cups in They're France. Espresso cups. They're no, espresso. no, it's a big cup. It's a big coffee cup. Even at the hotel we were at, even in the morning, they had that like silver cup. It looked nice but for coffee, and the, it was a small. But think about like the the mugs that you drink out of. You don't even drink out of mugs. You drink out of like the stainless steel. So you don't even have a it, thing. It, but it doesn't get hot, so it's fine. It's called Yeti. Those are hot as shit. You can't hold the coffee cup because it's too that, hot. Like, re- if you go to a restaurant, the coffee's here, not hot. The cup's too hot. If you go to a restaurant here and order order a cup of coffee, otter, otter, <laughs> cup of coffee, you're not getting a Yeti mug. You're getting the same fucking cups that are in France. Are you are you blind? No. The coffee cups we get here have a huge handle. I could stick not, all four no, fingers not in everywhere. I can hold it. You know, I don't have the little. Little teeny earlobe thing that I have to hold on to. I don't think so. I think like when you go, like no coffee mugs unless it's like again a Yeti or like a big, a nice one. Like of course here. Every single ones. one of our coffee mugs, we have like thirty for because some reason. Because those are ones that we've purchased with a purpose of not having to like only hold by our pinky. You know what? Somebody write in and tell me what it's for because there, there's got to be a reason why they're they're fucking teeny dainty like that. Because they're just. Swinging them back. Not the coffee cups that are from there. Okay, we're going to agree to disagree. But anyways. So that's your ick. That's it, though. Everything else about Paris, I I loved it. Food, everything. But I'm just going to say I fucking hate your coffee cups. My only ick from Paris was we were at the premiere and we were having a fabulous time. And so, like, we're sitting in the seats, like, waiting for it to start. Champagne is flowing. People are eating. We're, like, sitting to the people next to us. And, like, so Netflix invited people, content creators from, like, all over. It wasn't just the U.S., but there was, like, only a few of us from the U.S. And then there was, like, Brazil, where else? Like Australia. Australia. Like everywhere. And so London. We're, we're sitting. You weren't really paying attention. France. Yeah. Um, so we're, I was just thinking of my story, John. So we're sitting with our other American content creators and we're having a conversation and they're America, just like baby. hilarious. And so 
again, the movie has not started yet. We're just like drinking champagne, like getting ready for it to start. And they, they're getting a little loud next to us, like telling a story, but like, whatever, we're, we're fucking loud. We're having fun. We're enjoying ourselves. And a French man in front of us turns, turns around and shushes us louder than I've ever been shushed before. Not us specifically. He actually like, put his fingers on it. He goes, shh. He goes, and then like does like a By the way, everyone in this place is talking, chit-chatting, nothing's no going one, on. No one There's was champagne quiet. being passed around. Right. Like it was everywhere was loud. And so it's funny because like I the state I'm fucking loud. But the fact that like I wasn't even being shushed, it was my friends. Like I became like a protective older sister. Like, you don't shush my siblings. Only I can fuck it. And then I looked at you and I was like, oh, John's definitely pissed. Because you are that way where you're like, you tell everyone to shut the fuck up. If they're being loud, you're the first one to be like, shut up. Like, like lower your tone, lower your voice. Like, you're the first one to call people out for being way too loud. But like in a playful, not a mean way, but like in like a playful, like, all right, everyone, shut, shut the fuck, the fuck up. up. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. But the fact that this stranger did it to like our group, to like our two, like our friends specifically, I think it just like put us all in a mood where we were like, how dare you? And so from then on, of course, what do like typical Americans do? We got louder. <laughs> well, there was only five of us. There's five yeah. Americans total. I, I joke around like I don't like these guys, but the the other guys that were with us. But I'm just like, like you joke, but like you. But I'm just like, protective. but like I'm like I want to be big brother says like I'm gonna make fun of you. Right. I can make fun of you, but no one else can. No make one fun else of you. can. And just um, I don't like some fucking asshole telling us to shush. So then I blatantly was like, you don't have to shush. You can say whatever you want. The premiere, like, and I'm I'm yelling it in the because the guy's sitting directly in front of us, and I'm like yelling it in his ear, but like directing it towards our friends, making it a point like, don't tell us. What it's the almost fuck like do. you're not patriotic until someone shits. I mean, like, I wanted to country. tell them to shut up, to no, be honest, but I'm, you know what I'm saying it's like one of those things where it's like you could talk shit about your siblings, but no one else can. Like, you right. could shit on your own country, but the second that someone from another uh, country shits on your country, you're like, you don't fucking know what exactly. you're talking about. Like, you immediately become protective. I will be even more obnoxious. Right, yeah. And I'm like, we, what is happening? Like, in a situation- If the movie like, was playing, oh, the yeah. lights were off and we were loud, dude, I get, I get it. it. I, I get would it. be like, yes, yeah, shut the fuck up. But like, in a scenario where- there's no reason for yeah. that. I'm like, we're going to have a problem. So that was my my only ick from France was that some motherfucker thought that, like, had the audacity to and shush yes, us. And yes, he in- 100% was French yeah. because he Didn't was speak a- speaking in French to us because I heard mercy from his <laughs> mouth. Not, not to us, not to but us. to someone else he was no, talking to. He was going off to his other friend who he was talking to and I was listening. I was like, I don't know any bad words in French, but I'm sure he's saying them all. <laughs> It's kind of funny how you like team up with like, it's just like what you know, Yeah, I guess. It's just like I immediately was like, I think I yelled America at one point during the movie. Just because you were you were pissed. <laughs> I think Adam Sandler said something or, or something happened. Somebody, something happened and then I was like, America! America. <laughs> but right, like never would be that person, but it's like you immediately just become like protective of like your, your, group. your people, your right. group. Yeah. So that was my only ick. I really did love Paris. I loved France. But that one fucking pompous man, I was like, don't throw a punch. Don't you tell me. Good for us. Anyways. Oh, yeah. So cool experience. Good podcast. We made it. We made it. I'm Guys, happy. next time. Next time we'll tell we, you about Mexico. Mexico.
and but our crews. If you guys want to catch us on YouTube, we're at Give It To Me Straight Podcast. Instagram, Give It To Me Straight Podcast as well. TikTok, <laughs> Give It To Me Straight. And you could reach us at hello at Give It To Me Straight Podcast.com. I think that's it. And like, we'll subscribe, oh, email, email, comment. Review. We love your reviews. Love Thank you. We love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. And we will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.